0: It is 15 minutes after 5 o'clock. At the heart of this year's conference is supporting the expansion of the digital economy in order to do so, One has to look into cyber security and the role it plays when it comes to delivering services. This is particularly important given the headlines on cyber breaches to government departments in the past year. To tell us more about um, how the department intends to strengthen digital security, we are joined by the Deputy Minister of Communication and Digital Technology, Philemon Mapulane. Deputy Minister, good afternoon. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Good afternoon, Eldred, and uh, good afternoon to all the listeners, and thank you for having me. So, we were speaking to
0: the MD of CETA a bit earlier on, Dr. Mabaso, and he says that one of the issues that they're trying to deal with during this conference and the solutions that they're trying to come up with are ones that will be able to get government to benefit out of the innovation that is available from the platform economy. What are some of the opportunities that the department have recognized that could be there and also to enhance the service delivery being offered by um, government?
1: Well, Adrian, I must say that uh, this conference has been uh, one of the best conference organized from an organization point of view, from the point of view of participation of uh, those who are in the technology space, as you know, that uh, it's a platform for, uh, for various people who provide services in the technology space to come and uh, showcase their products, showcase their innovation and their services. So it has been a wonderful conference up to so far. Yep. Um, <coughs> as government, uh, the minister was here yesterday, he gave the uh, opening input and uh, i must say that uh, we're really quite impressed with all of the services that uh, are available that can uh, help us to intervene and to resolve some of the challenges that we have in government the issue of uh, i'm happy that you had dr mabaso here he has just been recently appointed in that position. As you know that mm-hmm. CETA has not been having a CEO for a number of years. There's been turbulences there in that organization. We are stabilizing it now. We have appointed him. We think that uh, we have appointed the right person. Yeah. We think that he's competent. He has already embarked on a on a drive to engage with all the stakeholders of CETA and is helping us to uh, to develop ideas to repurpose CETA because we want to repurpose CETA. Mm-hmm. We want CETA to be a provider of choice yeah. to government departments. We don't want uh, government departments to be obligated uh, as they are now in terms of legislation. It must be by choice that they go to CETA to provide those services and uh, to for CETA to also mm. uh, work on uh, their turnaround time particularly for uh, all the requirements that the government department, as you know, that CETA procures on behalf of the entirety of government, yeah, so we want them to do that mm. are, are uh, you
0: able though uh, sorry, deputy minister, to hold um, CETA <coughs> accountable for where there are lapses um, in the services that have, in the services that have been procured because you hear different departments complaining about. Uh, the systems that they have and earlier on I did ask Dr. Mabaso if there is any consultation that happens between CETA as well as the client department and he says that conversation does happen even before um, the tender goes out.
1: Yes, there, there's a lot of things that uh, that uh, we are doing my intervening on. On Sunday there was an interministerial committee which was convened by Minister Gungubele where all uh, those identified ministries were attending, they were about the work that we were doing, mm-hmm. to turn around Sita, to repurpose Sita, to make sure that uh, all the ineptitudes that was there before are dealt with. And I must say that from where I'm sitting now, of course the problems are still there, because uh, as I said to you that uh, it has really been a period in state of turbulence mm. for over seven years without the CEO interim boards and all of that we have now appointed a new board which is chaired by uh, Kiruben Pillay who's a well-qualified ICT expert and a number of people in the board now from the board perspective there is stability from a management perspective there's also stability we have appointed I'm sure you yourself uh, might have made an assessment about this capability quite capable guy, Dr. Yep. Mabaso, that we have appointed they are they are, <coughs> they, are they are helping us yeah. to turn around the si.
0: okay, and with innovation also comes threats um, and those cyber security threats oh. as well. Um, what is it that the state is currently looking at to make sure that we that we close that loophole because sometimes you find that um technology tends to advance far more quicker than what um the legislators are able to come up with laws to also curb their enthusiasm sometimes
1: yes i i I made an input um uh this afternoon just after just before lunch, I addressed the conference on the question of cyber security. And I did point out there that, you know, as we, as we continue to lay the infrastructure, and there are other risks that are associated with that, we need to protect it. And uh, for us to protect it, it requires a number of things. Uh, we need to make sure that uh, our cyber security policies are intact. Uh, so we, we, we do have a, a relationship with the CSIR. We are housing our cyber security hub by the CSIR, mm. which is helping us to also help the entire government the rest of the other department to look at their, their cyber security environment look at the policies and all of that and so we that's something that we are doing around cyber security so <coughs> my apologies sure. so we we, we, we we were saying for instance that if we, we don't attend to the environment of policy environment of cyber security uh, we will be vulnerable and I think in the recent mm. past, there's been instances where a number of countries were vulnerable to cyber attacks. I mean, now recently, uh, uh, Transnet, Transnet uh, was attacked mm-hmm. where it resulted uh, in a significant loss to the revenue and to its operation. A number of countries like Estonia yeah. in 2022, experience a uh, hmm. sustain the department of Seta justice
0: and constitutional development even yes. the president's own data um, was compromised uh,
1: the president
0: yeah okay. well this is this is this <laughs> is on a, this it's 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 not related to to information relating to to government but it <coughs> is the president's own personal private information that was compromised following that, I think it was the TransUnion um, breach, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, okay. um, relating to those, to those details. But, but this, this is information of individuals, and we have the Poppy Act in place, we have the, we have the head of, of, of the information regulator also there, who sometimes even finds it difficult um, to get some departments to, to comply.
1: Yes, uh, uh, i uh you know this question of uh um cyber attack uh, of cyber security is it's 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 a global phenomenon Mm -hmm. it's a global phenomenon It's something that we are contending with the world is contending with in 2021 it happened uh, in the u.s to an extent that president biden had to declare a state of emergency it happened in the uk with their health system, the provider of technology to their health system. So it's something that is happening worldwide. Yeah. So we haven't had many instances in South Africa. Of course, there has been those uh, isolated incidences. Yeah. So our, our cyber security environment, we can say that it is it is robust. But of course, like any other security system, it's uh, susceptible to uh, yeah. to being attacked.
0: Okay, just a quick final one, Um, Deputy Minister, it's a big story. Uh, This is relating to what happened with um, the uh, Sasa beneficiaries who were not paid through Postbank. We understand that there were meetings that were held with the Minister as well to try and find out what the issues are. Um, Have you been able as the department to get to the bottom of what has happened with Postbank? But also now the Sasa is saying, as well as the Department of Social Development has said this, that perhaps maybe it's time to review the contract that they have with the Post Bank?
1: Um, the minister today has, directed, has issued a press release directing uh, the Post Bank to attend to all those leeches that happened that resulted in the uh, social security grants not being paid. The minister is seized with that. I've not been fully briefed about what are the details, what happened because it's not one of the entities that is uh, delegated to myself but I know that the minister is attending to that the issue about um, the continued payment of social grants by the the, the post office the the post Post bank bank. initially recall that initially it was with the post office in October last year it was ceded from the post office to the post bank there were several glitches that were there, which, which continues to be attended to. But I know that there is a conversation between the Minister of Social Development and the minister, our Minister, Minister Pungubele, to look at the entire contract because a uh, post office, when it was uh, delivering that, were complaining to us as a shareholder that the manner in which the contract is structured is almost like a poison chalice because it does not contain some of the provisions that were there before which were, were almost, let's say, were beneficial to those who were providing the services before. So it's an issue that needs to be looked at to mm. an extent that there was even an argument yeah. that uh, <coughs> they, they are providing the service as a law. So there were conversation with the minister. I know that at some point I also got involved to say let's let's look at the entire contract so that it can facilitate yeah. for whatever entity that provides that service to do it properly. And
0: did you find that it was unfavorable compared to the CPF contract?
1: It was unfavorable. Yeah, and you're able to remedy that? No, no. That, that's the conversation that I'm saying that we're, we're happening and they are continuing to happen between uh, uh, the two ministers. It's internal discussions that are that are taking place, but that does not. Exonerate from whichever and ent- whichever entity that is providing, in this instance, Postbank, to drop the ball in the manner that they've dropped the ball now.
0: Okay. Will there be any accountability?
1: The minister is attending to that.
0: Thank you so much for your time. That's the Deputy Minister of Communication and Digital Technologies, uh, Philemon Mapulan. We're going to take that selfie after this, and then we're going to post it, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course, let's do. <laughs>